Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're going to do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this more business, more life. And it's an and, not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast, where today we're going to talk about structured freedom. That doesn't even make sense, right? Well, it does. And we're going to talk to you today about how we do that when things are shifting in your business and they're actually becoming easier because we're working smarter and not harder. And it actually can become so good, like something our client was sharing with us today, that it feels wrong. But we're here to tell you that it's not. It's okay for you to have ease and joy in your work and have the results that you want. So how do we do this? We're going to give you some tips. Let's listen in. My name is Stephanie Vetter. I'm a co-host here with Steve Napolitan, Giovanni Godina, and Melissa Barrett, our WOW team. And we just got off of a WOW call with our WOW clients. And one of the things that came up, which is something I've been feeling a lot lately as well, with one of our clients uh, who's a new client, he's launching a new business. And what he said was, there's still a lot to learn. There's a lot to do. He's really just launching and we're helping him launch. And he said, and I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed about it at all. I'm excited. I feel good. And it's because he knows what to do. And he also knows that we've got him, right? Like 100%. And I was, I even scribbled that down last week when I was just thinking about some of the feelings around, even for myself, like even growing our business and all of our goals for next year. And when what to do, and as Steve says, when it's paint by number, when you have the plan, you know what to do. And when you're doing it, there's so much freedom in that, that you could just sort of relax and just put one foot in front of the other and just go. And so when you're not carrying some of that anxiety around about what am I going to do next? What clients am I going to get? What is 2024 going to look like when you don't have all of that in your head? and you're just at ease, then you bring so much more to the table, right? Like you can just be there. You just be there for them. So yeah, I think when you don't have questions and you are able to actually put structure, we call it structured freedom. When you're able to put structure around your day, your month, your goals, all of that, and then you can just wake up and just do the steps, it's really empowering, I guess, is the word I'm thinking of. So we were just all chatting about it before we even uh, hit record. But I'm just curious, like, Steve, maybe you can elaborate a little bit more on structured freedom. Well, I appreciate it, Stephanie. And I it, like already this, just the freedom of ease, right? Because the first thing, especially when you're in startup mode and people have said that they're like, oh, this is more business, more life thing. It's great probably for the seasoned folks, but for startups, that's not possible. You have to grind until you get it going. And I'm and and 
my response is always is like, well, if you want to do it that way, that's fine. But there are other ways. So we actually use this structured freedom everywhere, whether you're starting brand new or you're you're in business for a long time. Why would we not use the best practices that we found so that we don't work harder? We work smarter. And one of the things we got to do is is structure, right? So when you structure things, then you have so much more. And then the peace of mind, that's what I just want to echo. When you know what you're doing and you have it step by step, then you can focus. It's when you don't know all the things, then your mind is scattered, right? You're thinking, oh, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And I've got to, and this is where overwhelm comes from and anxiety, right? Because you're thinking of all things. But when you know, okay, I'm just going to focus on one thing at a time. And then this is the thing. And then to your point, Stephanie, when you have a whole team and you're not sure what to do next and you have like a you're in a coaching program a mentorship program or you have a mentor or you have some guiding points then you can say oh this is what i'm going to do next and i can just put all my attention to that there's a freedom in that just even in that just in the thinking freedom of the mind freedom of that and then the structured freedom to elaborate one second on that is that if you sometimes we think of freedom as like a feather blowing in the wind right just blowing the wind could you like that sound effect? I just made it. Hey, yeah. The feather's blowing. If you can't see it, it's blowing. And that's there's something beautiful about that, right? To just be floating with the wind. So I'm not saying never do that. But if you want that freedom, like I, you can blow with the wind a lot more and be that feather when you have structure in your life, because then you have the freedom to have those days. So I have days where there's no agenda and you just go about your, your life and see what the next corner turn is going to take in your life and what you're going to do. But if I want that consistently and I want it to be predictable, then I want to have structure, right? So you actually want to build a plane so you can fly where you want. And then I can like be on whatever island I want in the world and blow with the wind with the feather. Like, so however that is, so that's where structure comes in. So when I structure things appropriately and in a good way, then I actually get more freedom. So it sounds like an oxymoron, right? Like freedom feels so free that there should be no structure, but it's the opposite. The more structure you have, the more freedom you gain. And that's why our client that you're talking about has such peace of mind because the structure's there. They know what they're doing. So they have the focus and then now they have the freedom. And they're even saying now they're taking more time for themselves. So how is that? You're starting a company and you have more time for your leisure time because you've done enough and the business is going in the right direction. Amazing. And I think the biggest thing about that, and like even for me and my own experience, is not having to worry leading up to the thing that you're doing. It's like taking that that worry or that thought or the trying to plan or trying to force something to just being able to be in that moment, whatever it is. So being able to be in that, like, that's why you can be that feather. Oh, it sounded really bad. I don't even know if it comes through. <laughs> did you hear it when I did it? Because when you just did, I did, you heard I did. on my note, because when you went right now, I think Zoom cut it out. No. You didn't hear it? Oh, I heard your feather. Well, I made a sound of a feather blowing in the wind. It was bad. But the reason why you can do that and be carefree and be present in that moment is because you've had that structure on the other side. So it's just liberating to to know that like, okay, I don't have to worry about this thing until this time. And I spend a lot of time and I, it still happens once in a while now where I'm like worried about something in advance. Like, oh my God, this thing is happening next week. Like I'm worried about that thing. And, and to not have to have that is like 
it's just a game changer because it frees up that I often talk about that mental load. Like you carry this mental load with you and you don't have to do that. Like you don't have to carry the mental load and then you can be free. So I feel like we're talking around it a little bit. Maybe we could give some tactics on how how you have structured freedom. But um, yeah. Well, and I was just going to bring up that I think one of the, you mentioned it earlier, Stephanie, about how success does not feel normal. And I think people kind of are surprised, right, when they're not worried because they're so used to being that way. <laughs> and so it's like, wait, something must be wrong. It doesn't feel right. But it's, it, it is kind of, it is life-giving when you, but I think one of the reasons that you end up there too is because you you have the plan, right? And you you literally have the ability. I mean, we've spent time and over the last month just planning the next year. And it's so freeing to have a year that you can look at and go, okay, I already know what I'm doing in March and April and November. You know what I mean? Like that is freeing because now you can even look and go, okay, yes, I can create flexibility, but I also know when I have opportunities to do something else. And you're just so much more prepared going into the year to really match what your what your calendar says with really who you want to be that year. And that to me is what becomes so freeing, you know? Yeah. It's like it's like the person you want to be is showing up on your calendar. And that's why yeah, it's often said, if you want to have it become reality, write it down. And so that can be in a journal. But in this case, when it's planning your year, then obviously we're writing it down on our calendar. And then we plan for that. And even on the smallest things like date nights, and that can be with a significant other or even your kids, like having special moments where you take your kids somewhere and Whatever it is that's important. And then even to what Melissa was saying before we started this podcast, time with yourself. <laughs> like, so when you need to say, hey, everyone, I'm I'm gone. I got to go take a break. Right. So, yeah, it is. Uh, I Yeah, I love it. It is well put, Melissa. Come on, Giovanni. Bring us some of your wisdom with Mr. Delegation and Automation. You you guys are saying all the right stuff. I don't, I don't have got much to, to add to it. One thing that did come to mind was which one Stephanie was talking about structure. And I wrote it in our little chat here. But if you don't if you don't create that structure, like you still have that structure. So might as well have the structure that will actually get you somewhere, right? And I think it all comes back to, for me anyway, is why you get a mentor in the first place, right? Why you go to a coach because they cut down the time you would take to to figure everything out on your own right like three of us were drawn to steve because he's been there he's done it he climbed the mountain and we're still kind of either at the bottom or in the middle or somewhere and he can look down and say hey guys oh this part right here you just need to take two steps to the left and then head straight up where we could have been just like okay now i'm gonna go straight over this giant boulder and yeah you'll make it eventually or not right but like that's what i think getting back to what Stephanie, when she opened up, was that he, our client doesn't feel any stress because we have his back and there's that plan. We've been there before. And so it just makes, it just makes life easier and just 
less less stressful so you guys already said it. i'm i mean if you just want my voice on here i can sing some songs for you guys and everything but... oh really okay <laughs> no I, 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 I you shouldn't offer if you're not really gonna sing <laughs> boo, 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 boo. there's my song there's my singing right there <laughs> he always sings to oh us um, at our workshops like when we're walking in the morning we get giovanni's morning voice and he'll do his little warm-ups and like not the same if we don't hear a little Giovanni tidbit <laughs> there. That was good. Structure freedom. Structure freedom. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> yes. Right. Back to the plot. I mean, it does. It does change. It does change your life. <laughs> uh, we got a little silliness going on today. It's a new year. New year, new us. There you go. Um. But no, I mean, I think I think it's I think it's important. Like it. Like for me, because I was always that that feather that Steve talks about. Like that was that was my freedom. I would just wherever the wind takes me. Like I'm cool with it. And I mean, it works for maybe certain aspects of life, but I think definitely for business and actually wanting to go somewhere. So it's nice if you if you don't care where you end up. I guess right. Just the wind will blow you wherever. If you if you're totally cool, just being wherever the wind blows you. But if you actually want to be somewhere, like go somewhere, then it's better to have to be a sailboat in the wind and have control of the rudder you still letting the wind blow you somewhere but you are in ultimate control of, of where you're where you're gonna be and so that's i think for me just personally like kind of having that and it's and as as always and everything we say it's it's still it's a, for me it's still a practice right even having that structure i still struggle with certain things but the more and more i do it the more i hang around you awesome people like the better i get at it and it does it does change your life and i think something that so for me that comes up like to if i can give you listening right now advice is like you have the option to choose how fast you want to go right so without the structure whether it's with us or with somebody else without having that it's like it's like trying to run in like 10 foot snow that's like powder like it's just gonna take you. It's gonna take you a long time to get wherever you want to go. If you had snowshoes on, right? You have the right equipment. You have the right direction. You have everything, and like you can just go on. You can go on top of all that and skip all the the hard hard work, and just get wherever you want to go a lot faster and easier. Which I think that's where what we want, right? Something that's faster, easier, so that we can really get to the life that we want, right? I don't. That's how I see it, anyway. Well, yeah, and I, I want to echo that. That's the thing where people say, "Oh, that's not possible." Like I have had arguments when I'm speaking on stage and I'm bringing up more business, more life. Then people will say a couple things. Some people will say, "Oh, we all need to work harder," and they're just not getting it at first, right? The others say, "Oh, well, yeah, that is possible, but later, not when we're starting, or if we have a big change happening, we're just going to all have to work harder." These are all choices. And it's a choice. You could you could walk through 10 foot snow. You could. You could do it. Or you take pause, right? This is where we come with the turtle metaphor and we look at what's going on. So if you're the one, you're like, we got to just go now. And you start trailblazing through the snow and you're doing it. But then someone else stays back and they're like, well, yeah, it's pretty, uh, a lot of snow came, uh, but we need to get over there. Okay, well, what can we do? Oh, we could go get some more equipment. Okay. Oh, uh, can we get that? Can we borrow from Johnny over there? Oh, yeah. They said we can borrow. Okay, great. Now, and we might be hours later. The other person could have an hour head start. 
we come with our equipment, we fly by, right? Fly by, fly by, fast. So when we turtle at first, when we slow down to see more and make the right decision, then we work smarter. And today, for me, this is for me, it's not okay to just work harder. That is, that's been the way that we've thought. For I, My family are immigrants. I'm the third generation in the United States and many other immigrant stories. Or if you come from nothing, maybe you were brought here without your choice and and then you had to make new life decisions. Like we've, we've, many of our families have come from adversity and the quick answer, I'm not going to say the easy answer because it's not true. The quick answer is to work harder. That's the quick answer. Okay. Roll up your sleeve. We're going to change our life. We're going to change our family's destiny. We're going to work our tails off. And you know what? Why do we keep doing this? Because it actually worked. It, I'm not saying it doesn't work. If you work really, really hard, you do stuff. You make stuff happen. It works. And then people look at that and they go, look at their achievements. And and you know what? If you want to do that, do it. No one on this podcast is saying stop doing stuff. More business, more life is not the magic bullet. It's not a quick pill. It's not six minute abs. It's none of that. We still work, but we're just saying work smarter. Like take a little pause and think how we're going to do this or get a mentor and design it. Don't start building the house. Don't go to Home Depot and get a bunch of lumber and a hammer and start building without a plan. That's the pause we got to take. You got to architect this. And if you do what I personally think, and you can take it yourself, however you believe, you will actually do it faster, better, and with more ease. Like we're saying, why do our clients say, wow, something must be wrong. It's too easy. Well, it's not wrong. You're doing everything right in the order that we see. You just know what you're going to do. You're doing it in the proper chunks. You're not overwhelming yourself. You're getting more done with less energy. That's because we planned it that way. <laughs> it's a plan, right? And so that's all we're saying. And so more business, more life occurs based on our choice. And so I'm, you know, more work is an option. But I, I, I'm here to tell you, let's not work harder. Let's work smarter. And that takes planning. I totally agree with that. But I, being the cynic that I am. Okay. That many people probably are out there going, yeah, sure. As the CEO, entrepreneur of a company, a lot of times we are so geared toward the grind that I feel like People don't understand enough about their own mindset and their own limiting, self-limiting prophecies, if you will. So what would you tell somebody if they're just like, I got to grind? I mean, you know, not that not that they want to, but that their mindset is geared towards the grind. So... Well well, yeah, hopefully like even just hearing this might open a crack. I mean, so if there's no willingness to try something new, they might have to do this for some years. I tried it out for a dozen years, 12 hard years of time. And Melissa, you went per further than that on me. Like, and I mean, I'm not saying right after 12 years that all of a sudden it was like way better. So I would say like 15 years of finding this transition. 
So one, you can hear from other people, right? So sometimes we get new ideas just from hearing someone speak and we're willing to try something. So one thing I can say to hopefully give a peace of mind to anyone out there listening is that you already know how to work hard. Most likely you're listening to this and you've already done it for so many years. So no one's going to take that away from you. So if one week you try out our method and you try to work smarter and do that. If it doesn't work the next week, you can go back to grinding away. You know, like, what do you have to lose? So I guess my first thing to say is, what do you have to lose from trying it? Now, again, I'm not saying go home and sit on the couch. Although I have given that advice to clients that are completely burnt out. They grinded so long, they have nothing left. And I'm like, you need a vacation, then come back and I'll coach you on what to do next. So then we set up everything and they, a lot of times they can't even do it right away. You know that Melissa, they're like, there's no way I could take a vacation right now. Okay. Take two weeks, get everything sorted. So then you could take two weeks, right? And then you leave and then you come back and then let's make a new plan. And you don't even make the plan before they leave. Maybe a little bit, you make a plan to make a plan so they can have a peace of mind. But the reality, Melissa, is that, I mean, just look at the analogy that Giovanni brought up, you could grind and you could run through 10 foot snow or you take a timeout. So I guess the real, the, the first step is the timeout. I think that's the first step. Anybody that's grinding, the first thing is timeout, breathe, reassess. So the no pain, no gain that we've all grew up with. I mean, like many of us, like yeah. I did, and I, I leaned into the pain. I mean, I, no pain, no gain. So I'm looking for pain so I could gain. But I don't believe in that anymore. Like there's gains in the goodness too. So now here's my theory, Melissa, and this will help in this is that when pain occurs, that's my indicator to, to step back and just think about it in, in, in a real life scenario. If you get close to fire, hopefully you don't touch the fire. Hopefully your body feels the heat and it'll move away without you even thinking. And if you touch fire or you put your hand on a hot grill or a stove, your hand is going to move away without you even thinking about it, right? Why? Because it's safety, right? It's it's taking that. The same thing is occurring in our workspace, but we we ignore it because we start feeling that pain. And then we're like, oh, this is it. No pain, no gain. Drive in, everyone. Lean into that. Go. Go in the fire. Burn into pieces. Come on. We're going to come out the other side. Ooh, right? Like, And then we were taught this. So the mindset has been ingrained in us. And so the same thing has to take place. So your question is, we've got to take it with steps. You're not, you know, like you took your whole life to have the mindset you have right now. Just take it with steps. And the first step is to take a break and reassess because chances are high chance. There's probably like 15 or 20 other ways to do the thing that you're doing. And a good chance that a couple of those are way easier but we're grinding so fast and so hard. We don't take the time to rethink, to say, am I using the right tool? Is there another tool? I don't even know. Maybe I should ask someone else, hey, is this the way you do this job? I remember the first house that I bought in the country, the well went out. And me being young, I was in my 20s. I had done pretty well and I invested in a couple acres and then I was out there. And so what what did uh, young Steve do, the workaholic guy? I started digging trenches, finding the pipes. I spent like four days digging and digging. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I got to go back to work. I was already running my company. I finally hired a plumber and in four hours they fixed it. What I spent four days on. And so I think this is the equivalent of what we do in our business. And we think we know what we're doing and we might be an expert in our field, 
but there's someone else that's an expert in the specific thing you're doing that they can do it in a matter of hours. So, and the only way I found to do that, Melissa, is to take pause. So that's the first step. If you're grinding, you've got to pause and you got to start asking questions of yourself. And then the best is when you can ask someone else questions because that new body, that new energy, looking at what you're doing, they don't even have to be as smart as you. Really, they just have to have a new perspective. Now, if you get someone that's done what you're doing, that's even better, right? Because then it's even more wisdom. But that would be my starting step. And then hopefully even what I just said changes the mindset. Stop burning up in the fire if you don't want to. Just stop. So let's pause real quick and take a break. And we'll be right back. I just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for Pro Audio Voices. They're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and becky and her team are amazing and for those of you that know me i'm all about wow clients wow partners and pro audio voices is a wow partner for me and if you want to learn more you can go to proaudiovoices.com and you can learn about them they also do audiobooks and they're just amazing people thank you becky it's definitely that combination of mindset and strategies like doing it a little bit differently to everything that you just said, like who should be doing this? How often should we be doing this? How much? All of that, like looking at it and then also your own beliefs around that it has to be you. And so many of the clients that we coach, they're like, they don't want to give up the thing that they do. They're like, when really they could delegate it, they could automate it, they could possibly eliminate it. So it's all these little strategies that are all based around simplifying that bring so much more ease and then so much more joy to what you're doing as well. And I think we do this with our team. We do this with our business. We teach our clients how to do this. And I'm now bringing that to my personal life this year. We've been talking about, I actually scheduled a meeting a whole day of family planning with my husband. It's not something we've ever done before, but we got put the kids in camp for the day. And I've been kind of taking notes, keeping a little journal of notes of things that I want to talk about in terms of an agenda. And I think even as like moms and there's some moms you go on social media and you're like, how are they, how on earth are they remodeling their home by themselves and flipping furniture and doing all these things? And then they're also with their kids and they don't like it. I mean, social media, you have to take that with a grain of salt for sure. But there's also the other side of it that just shows like families and moms in just complete disarray all the time. And I think I I have felt that. It's like, well, it's just when I have a family, it's chaotic. Like I'm I it just it is what it is. Like you fly by the seat of your pants and a lot of times it feels very reactive. Well, I'm over that. I'm done with it. <laughs> and I'm gonna take and apply what we teach our clients to family planning. And because I want that structured freedom not only in my business, but I want it in my personal life too. So just sharing. I'm super excited about that. I think we're going to kick it off in the same way that we do with our team meetings. I'm going to like set some intention. We're going to do some meditation. And then I'm going to plan out my year by like talking about the things that are important. Like, okay, what's important to you? And then sharing what's important with me. And sometimes things go so fast. It's the same way in business. Like the day goes by so fast. And if you don't if you don't jump in and like grab the bull by the horns, then the bull is going to kick you off probably and run you over or whatever that might be. So yeah, I'm excited to look at like, how do we 
have more time together? How do we have more time with the kids? Like, what are the experiences that we really want? How much are we actually spending on these things that are groceries and eating out and all that stuff? So it's going to be a little bit of like looking in the past and figuring out what worked well, what didn't work well. And then what do we want it to actually be like? And then just slowing down. And I don't know if I mean, everything that's it's becoming a long list, it might not happen in a day, it might be a two day meeting, but I'm just pumped because I know that I've seen this work for our clients and their business and our own business. And now I'm going to just roll it out. Way to go. The rest of my life. Yeah, I'm excited. And it could be quarterly that you might have to do it the first yeah. year. And maybe you don't after that, or maybe you love doing it that way. Some of yeah. that we've had on the podcast, Matt Atkinson, he goes by Matty A., he does he does this and, and then he also has a Sunday meeting with his wife every Sunday and he says, what did we do well? What can I do to make your life better in the next week? And then she does that with him and then they just have each other's back. And so then that's really cool. And I think the word focus came. Focus. Going back to Melissa's question and what you just said, Stephanie, it's all about what are we focusing on? And I find myself included in the past, I was diverted amongst a bunch of initiatives and not one of them got done as well as I'd like. And so now when I look at a business, I'm like, okay, what does the business need? It needs revenue. Okay. Let's focus on revenue. What are the activities that we could do? that will be the highest likely to give us more revenue. Okay. Let's focus on that. Am I doing that? And a lot of people that are running like all over the place, there you might be doing a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little revenue generating, this and this, some revenue generating over here, this, this, and this. And then I'm like, no, stop doing all that. Focus on this. And if you put like 80, 90% into that focus, all of a sudden revenue goes up, you start getting relief. And a lot of times that means that they can hire the right people because they have more revenue. And then all of a sudden life just keeps getting better. The same thing with your family life. If we're doing this and that and this and that, if you have focus, you can do what you want. So it comes back to choice focus, willingness to take breaks and reflect like you're doing. So the most life-giving thing you could do is what you're doing. It starts with that meeting to really truly reflect. And then that goes back to Melissa's question again. That's the, that's another big tip is like, take a me, take time and maybe you need to take a break for yourself, but then have a meeting and not just any old meeting, like a real meeting to say, okay, this is what we need. We need another million dollars in revenue or whatever it is. Okay. What are all the ways we're going to whiteboard all the ways we're going to make a million dollars, right? Can we get 10, $100,000 clients? Can we get a hundred, $10,000 clients? Like what is, okay. What does that look like? You start mapping that out. Okay. How can we put all our focus on that? Okay. This is what we're going to do. All of a sudden now it becomes easier. It actually becomes smoother because we're so focused and you're not doing a million things average. You're doing one or two things. Excellent. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, we just added a million in revenue. <laughs> what? And then that's when the clients go, something's wrong. It's too easy. I can't tell you, that's happened to me so many times. And what prompted this whole podcast, people go, what's wrong? Like something's got to be wrong. It's too easy. And I'm like, no, you, you, we, we took the time to plan it correctly. You execute on that plan with focus and diligence. And now this is your outcome. One of our other clients is tremendously growing. They're hiring right now. They're doing all these interviews. And I asked how many vacations did you take this year? And she said she couldn't answer because she's lost count. She went on so many vacations. 
Not her answer. It sounds too good to be true. It sounds too good to be true. But I'm telling you, it took her a while. She didn't do that in the first year, but in the first year she did have results. And now she's been with us quite a number of years. So you just keep escalating those results. But hopefully, I don't know. Do you, I mean, from that, what did you call it, Melissa? The you, I forget the word you used, but playing the other angle. Like, what's that? The grind? The yeah. Grind? Yeah. I mean, just did that help answer the question? I mean, for the, I mean you have to really try it out. I yeah. mean, you're going to be I, skeptical, I guess, is the word you used. I mean, it's oh, rightfully, yeah. rightfully so. I mean, I mean, think of it. What was it? Mark Twain said. It's easier to fool someone than to convince them that they're they've been fooled. Now think about that. It's easier to fool someone than to convince them that they've been fooled. Now I'm not saying that you were deliberately fooled. I mean, like I said, it worked. Like you work hard and then you get a result, right? But the the result takes a lot of effort and we tend to make mistakes and we're not thinking as clearly because we're exhausted. I can list a whole bunch of reasons. And now scientifically, this is being proven left and right. The companies that reduce work hours actually accelerate revenue, accelerate health among their employees. They have less sick days. I mean, the data is out there. Look it up. I mean, this is not brand new thinking, but the reality is the the mindset change. And it goes back to Stephanie. It's mindset and strategy, she said just a few minutes ago. And I think to open that door is a willingness to try it. A willingness to pause so you can recalculate what you're going to do. And then the third part is ask for help. But ultimately, I would I would say, so I guess I'm asking, Melissa, did we give enough or do you still feel that way? But I guess my closing statement on that is, what do you have to lose to give it a try? If you try this out, if you try to slow down or replan things in this new year and it doesn't work, then, well, one, call us because we'll probably help you. But then the other side is you can always go back. I mean, no one's taking away your hard work ethic. Like, I mean, you just, if you... You try something and you go back. You, you don't really have much to lose to try this out. Yeah, I think the other thing I would I would just add was that I think the I don't think people. Well, maybe some of the people I know anyway. I think sometimes we don't take meditation as seriously as we could when it comes to really clearing your mind and listening. And so I have found that to be really helpful. And then the other thing that I would just add is the community. I think one of the things that is so helpful in providing a level of peace is is being able to have a community where you can go and talk to people because since success doesn't feel normal, it's often nice to be able to tap in <laughs> to a group that is going through similar things that you're going through so that you can tap into to that network and really just understand the the differences and changes in in feeling. Yeah. I mean, and that's why we always I agree with you 100%, Melissa, and on two two little notes I made. One, that's why we have the newsletter and our community here for more business from our life. And you can join the newsletter for free. So just go to our website and join the newsletter, or you can text 72,000. I know I'm doing a plug here, but I actually really love you all. And I want you to have this. And it just went right off what Melissa said, but 
72000. If you if you text wow, W-O-W to that number, then it'll prompt you to sign up for our newsletter for free. And this is part of that community where you can have tips and, and things and just once a week have some additional feedback from us so that you can be in it and then engage further if you want. Like as we do have the community here where we're all like-minded and and then on the meditation part, sometimes that takes some work, right? When you're like, it was really hard for me. And I know it was hard for you too, Melissa, because I remember when we, when we first started. It took me years to really get the habit because you're so used to going and sitting still. It just doesn't compute. The mind is like, what are we doing? So if you're in that position, like Melissa and I were, I would suggest going on some walks, like going on, do something, but, but clear your mind. And so in that, don't put headphones on, like, so no, no music on the walk, no audiobooks. Now there's a time, I'm not saying never listen to audiobooks. I do listen to audiobooks and I read a lot. You can see all the books behind me, but that's actually really my bookcase right there. If you, if you're watching the video and if you're just listening, I'm sitting here in front of my, one of my, one of my bookcases. Um, I never thought I would have a library. I was like a terrible student in school. Like I probably could count on one hand how many books I read cover to cover by the time I graduated high school. And now all the books I've read, I'm very studious. I never thought I would call myself that, but it's true. But it's when you desire it. Like I, when I was told what to read, it didn't meet what I wanted. And then now when I got to choose what books I read, then I'm definitely into it. But to the point, Back to the point is that I had to slow down to do that. I had to slow down to read. I had to slow down to do that. And so if you're not ready to meditate, one, there's a lot of apps. When I first started, there wasn't that many apps, but there's so many meditation apps. And Stephanie can speak to that too. That she uses a lot of, and that can help. And there's a lot of guided meditation. But even going back to the simplest thing, just going on a walk by yourself and and just breathe. Just breathe in the new air, look at the birds, like see the trees, whatever you can do to get that time and start there. And if you do that every day for like 10 minutes or 30 minutes, then you probably could start to find yourself where you could meditate for five or 10 minutes, but just some pause. We're just not used to pausing. That's still one of my like favorite ways to slow down. And I think when we first started working together, I, I, it's when I started meditating, but also there was so much chaos at the time. And I was like, I need, I need more. I need like a place to just create that space. And so I started walking every morning, like really early before other people were awake. I just got out. And then at first when you don't have, you don't have your AirPods, you're not listening to music, your mind is racing a little bit. And so I just would let it like, let all the stuff flow out. And then I would just start asking some questions of myself, like, okay, who am I meeting with today? Like what is on my agenda? And I knew because I had already planned it out the day before. And I would just start thinking about some of those conversations, some of those meetings I was having with clients, whether it be clients or potential clients or whatever that was. And stuff would just download. Like I'd start thinking about, oh, we should talk about this or, oh, this might actually solve that problem for them or whatever it was. But if I hadn't made that space, I wouldn't have that calm going into the day. I wouldn't have that certainty and I wouldn't have been as insightful, I guess. I felt like I was able to bring so much more to the table that the meetings went better. They had bigger gains. It was better for me. Like, and maybe it's not a walk. Maybe there's another way. But having some quiet and some space and just wait for it to come without trying too hard, right? Like sometimes we're like, okay, we got to figure this out. And you're trying so hard. But once you create 
that space, it's pretty amazing. Things just kind of start to come to you. I don't know. So I just had to plug. Yeah, it no, it's so it beautiful. No game changer. It is. It is. Thank you. Well, and I know, and we're coming close to the end of this and yeah, wonderful things all the way around. I just want to come back to that. Why do I keep blanking on the, the word, the uh, skeptical side? How, cynical, how, I said. Cynical, cynical or skeptical, either uh, any of those, like if someone's listening and they have those thoughts, does everyone think that we gave enough for people to try? Or is there anything, or do you think it's still like a pie in the sky idea? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it really comes down to them being willing to try. And I think as much as I was born and raised to, you got to do it this way, you got to do it this way, and there is another way. <laughs> and so, so I think that willingness to try another way, it's a new year, give it a, give it a try. So at the end of the day, it, it is about stepping out on faith, as some people say, and just be willing to try something new and realize that you can get to the same spot in many different ways. <laughs> yeah. And even, if, and Stephanie's putting in our chat here, if you, if you want different results, then you got to be willing to try different ways to get there. Right. So if you're going to do things, if you want things to be different, then try doing them different. And there's a, there's a, I can't remember who I heard say this, but I was at an event and someone was speaking and they said that their family cut the ends. that when they, when they had a big gathering, they would cook a ham and they would cut the ends of the, of the ham off, put it in the pan and, and cook it away. And the granddaughter said to her mother, so daughter to mother, she said, Hey mom. And she's an adult woman now. She said, mom, why do we always cut the ends of the ham off? And then the mom says, I don't know. This is just the way we've always done it. Go ask your grandma. She's in the other room. So she goes out to the grandma and she's like, grandma, we're just putting the ham in the oven and we cut the ends off like we always do. I, But I, I was just curious, why do we do that? And then the grandma says, well, when your grandfather and I first got married, we only had a small pan and the ham just wouldn't fit in there. So I always cut the ends off and fit it in the pan and then they went in there and the pan is gigantic now they fit the ham no problem and they've been cutting the freaking ends off of the ham for years for no reason because no one asked and this is i think where we get into that that thing and when i met my coach one of my mindset coaches she said i have the old italian coffee grinder and i'm just grinding away manually right like grinding away even though i know you can go to any home store and get a, a grinder that goes this in like five seconds, it grinds your coffee and we still do it. So back to Melissa's point, we're just ingrained to do it this old way. And guess what? It's 2024 and we can, we have so much more automation, so much more technology. We have a global workforce. There are new ways. You have to be open to try them out. That's all we're saying. And then we'll give you all the stuff that we know. That's why we do this podcast. That's why we have our newsletter. We will just keep sharing all the ways that we keep doing it easier. And then back to the theme of this whole podcast, that maybe you'll find yourself like our clients going, wow, is this really happening? <laughs> like, is it really this easy? And it can be. Yep. 
trust the process. Right? We're so used to life being so hard. It doesn't have to be that way. It comes back to choice. So what are you going to choose? Keep doing it the way you are and be unhappy or try something new so you can have new results in your life. And the best, you can do it by yourself, but in the end, so much easier. As Giovanni said, it collapses time frames when you have a mentor. And we hope that we've been able to be that for you a little bit today and every time you listen to this podcast. So any closing words from anyone? Beautiful. Well, as always, we're so grateful to have you listen in. And we often, well, pretty much every time I always say, choose gratitude and create freedom. So find your gratitude in life now, even if it is working hard. We can be grateful for all those hardworking years that we've all had. And we can be grateful that we have new options. And we can be grateful that you found this podcast that even just had an inkling of an idea that you're going to go try right now and make this year different than last year. And we are right here. So if you join our newsletter, you can reply. Like we actually read those. Yes, we do. Reply and tell us what's going on, what our all was. And if you need if you uh, need any questions answered or if there's something we could talk about on this podcast, we are all ears. So please, 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 please reply and let us know. And until next time, as I said, choose gratitude and create freedom. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenopleton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenopleton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenopleton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.